This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Frazier, jab step on Houston, shot clock at four. Frazier may have to launch it. Frazier! A big one for Illinois! Big time! Legends! 87 to 80. This is BetQL Daily from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. You know when onions are involved. We're getting close to March. It's the last day of February, March Madness, a couple weeks away. Selection Sunday was two weeks from yesterday. Conference tournaments are about to uh, to jump up here. Let's dive into the futures market, Aaron, for college basketball here. About 20 minutes from now, Michael Felder is going to join us in the bleachers to talk some college football prospects because the Combine begins for the NFL this week in Indianapolis. A lot of coaches are going to speak, I believe, Steve Kime will speak, the GM of the Cardinals. Coming up this week, he's going to be peppered with questions about Kyler Murray. We'll get to that and the latest on Kyler and his contract demands in a little bit here. But let's focus on college hoops after a crazy weekend here. Uh, updated odds to win the national championship. Gonzaga 4-1, to Kentucky 7-1, to Arizona plus 750. So those are the only three teams at 10-1 to or less. Then it's Duke 12-1, to Auburn 13-1, to Purdue 13-1, to Kansas 14 to 1, Baylor 14 to 1. So those are your teams you get at, at better than 20 to 1 odds. Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona, Duke, Ar- uh, Auburn, Purdue, Kansas and Baylor. So those are kind of the the favorites right here. And don't forget hoops are happening college basketball's biggest stage is right around the corner on Prop Swap. Now is the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are high. So get to your sports book, buy a handful of tickets and list them on Prop Swap. Dark horses happen every year. So download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Aaron, there's a lot out there. Now, maybe we should go over what we have, college basketball's futures. So I have Auburn, Villanova, Tennessee. Those are my uh, – last week, Aaron, Paul was building a portfolio of college basketball futures here. So why don't we, uh, why don't we hit on what we have so we got to keep track here. Paul, you have – so I have Auburn, Tennessee, Nova – as futures. And then I think I put in San Francisco the day we talked about it with those way big futures to make the final four at like, I don't know, 40 to one or something. So I have four. Okay. So I have final four, Texas tech, tennis, Texas tech, six to one, Tennessee, 12 to one, Oregon. Come All on right. guys. 40 to one. Like they're still alive, but man, they had that win. Uh, and for the mm-hmm. title, Kansas fourteen to one, Nova twenty-two to one, Tennessee fifty to one, Oregon two hundred to one, and some terrible ones. Michigan sixty-five to one, the Bonnies at eighty to one, Ooh. and Colorado State at two hundred to one. So wow. 
They uh, so Tennessee. We talked about it a little bit last week, but I was I looked at them and Texas and kind of those in that next tier. Oh, I also have UConn at eighty to one, but I just chose Tennessee over a team like Texas, who we'll get to tonight. I kind of like them tonight actually against Baylor, but they're just one of those teams that I'm not convinced they're necessarily going to figure it out. What was it? They almost lost to West Virginia the other day. They ended up pulling it out, but. I'm just not sure if they're a team that's they, – they got all the talent in the world. They got Chris Beard. I just don't know if they're running out of time to figure it out. Yeah, they're going backwards here. It is yeah. not um, – it's not going in the right direction. All right, so Paul has a pretty uh, diverse portfolio. I've got three. How many we have? Like five or six, you said there? Yeah, I think between yeah. Final Four and National Title, it's close right. to ten. But, yeah. Okay. Aaron, do you have any in yet? I do. Um, I'm just checking another sports book because sometimes I forget about them. But um, – this one I have uh, Kansas uh, thirteen to one. Um, this is for championship. Zags um, plus three twenty. Michigan eighty to one. And then for final four, I have Illinois plus four forty. Kansas plus two seventy. And Villanova plus six fifty. Yeah, you got some, so we've got some Villanova tickets out there. That, that they're going to be fun to watch. I'm looking right now at the um, the conference tournament odds because they are up now. You could find those. And in most mm-hmm. of these tournaments, because it, it's obviously a crap shooting, right? One game and you're out. Um, you know, you can get plus money on, on these teams. Like, you can get 5-1 to one on Providence. You can get 3-1 to one on Connecticut. Plus 170 on Nova to win the Big East tournament. It's interesting. We, you know, we haven't dove into that market as much as the futures here. But as the we get Big closer. Big 10 is interesting. I know Jake Hassan probably has thoughts on that. But that that's an interesting conference to me. Um, some of those teams – uh, Can we just say um, thank God that Ohio State lost to Maryland yesterday? So, Aaron, when you were out last Maryland's week, Maryland's been really good as of late. So we're looking at it. Ohio State was a hundred to one to win the Big East regular season title, and especially here in Illinois, it, if Illinois won, if Illinois and won, and uh, Ohio State was second, because you can't bet on college teams in Illinois, Illinois college teams in Illinois, that would be a winning ticket on Ohio State. So we were looking at them. They were 100 to 1 to win the Big Ten. And it was a narrow path to overtake Purdue and Wisconsin. But then Purdue loses. Ohio State beats Illinois. Purdue loses. So Saturday we had the text chain going a little bit. And I was I was a little bit beside myself. But <laughs> luckily Ohio State lost to Maryland yesterday. So the FOMO is over. So where are we now? Wisconsin is, is Wis- leading this. Wisconsin's the outright right? leader right now. Yeah, by one game over Purdue and Illinois. I can't believe I have to be a Purdue fan on Tuesday. I am absolutely sick about it. Is it Purdue, Wisconsin? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's that's the game. And then who's Illinois got left, Jake? Uh, Illinois hosts Penn State and Iowa at home. So if 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 Purdue beats Wisconsin, you can does Illinois control their own destiny? There would be there would have to. So Illinois, yeah. As long as Purdue wins, then it's a three-way tie for first. And then it's a race to the finish, basically. So we have a potential for a three-way tie for the Big Ten title. Got it. What happens wow. in the case of a three-way tie? Do we know? So what would – I guess I'd be more interested. Like the winner for the conference would be like the number one seed in the tournament. So I'm wondering what those tiebreakers tie are. Tiebreakers, right. Would probably be Purdue because they, they would have beaten Wisconsin and they beat Illinois twice. So I'm not sure if this has anything to do with it. I'm not sure how far down it goes with the tiebreaker scenarios, but I'm looking at the Big Ten's website and they have the standings up. And they have point 
for points against, like a point differential thing as part of the standings. Like it's conference record, winning percentage, overall winning percentage, home away, neutral streak, and then points for points. A lot. I'm not sure if that has anything to do with it, but so the game is at Wisconsin tomorrow night. Yeah, Purdue at Wisconsin. Uh, Purdue is only five and four on the road, and Wisconsin eleven and three at home. Purdue's fifteen and one at home. That's a tough spot for Purdue. They have been significantly better at home than they've been on the road. I feel like I got to take Wisconsin tomorrow night. As much as Jake is rooting against it, I can't trust Purdue. Don't. No, I wonder what that. We think Wisconsin's favored in that game. Yeah, let's see if I can, I don't know if it's posted yet, but a light a light line if it is like by one one and a by, half. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Oh Purdue, they're so they're such such a Purdue team. It was the most Purdue game ever the other day. They're gonna blow it in the worst <laughs> way too, and then we're all gonna have to tweet the Jesse Pinkman. He can't keep getting away with this dot gif. <laughs> So what was the um, what was the line? It was part of our text thread on Saturday. What was the line that was being uttered on the broadcast about Matt Painter? Oh, that Matt oh. Painter was one of the deans of the Big Ten. What does it even mean? Because he's now he's because he's tenured. How long has he been there now? Matt, he has been around a while, right? We're, we're too long. It's been a while, of Matt Painter. Matt Painter has been. Has he been there since 2005? Wow! Did he take over for Gene Cady? Was I think so, right? I think it was. I think it was Gene Katie to him. It's remarkable. He's 404 and 194 overall as a coach, and yet he's barely over 500 in the tournament. Like, barely. That's not going to change this year. I'll tell you that much. 15 I mean, 13. Wow. Yeah. Dean, one of the deans of the Big Ten. Is it because he's long tenure? I'm trying to think of the other long tenured Big Ten coaches. Izzo would be the only one. Is is he then one of the deans of the Big Ten? I mean, Painter's got to be the second longest behind Izzo, yeah. so that's got to be the reasoning behind that. It does. It does sound weird though, right? When you, say, you hear gross. it, like, really, Matt Painter? Um, okay. So as far as futures go on college hoops, this weekend change anything? In terms of uh, the odds, it moves some teams down a little bit. I, I'm seeing, you know, I get you get better odds right now on Auburn. Um, better odds on Can- Kansas dropped to 14 and one. That's interesting that their number went that far down. Mm-hmm. Nova's at 24. So right, Tennessee down. moved up to 40, right from 50. Yeah, UConn yeah, nice. moved up to 60 from 80. I guess Arkansas moved from 80 to 60. Some of the guys in the chat were saying. Um, yeah, Arkansas is like one of the hottest teams. They've been really interesting to watch. Is Wisconsin undervalued at 100 to 1? They might no. win the Big Ten. You think it's fair? Uh, I get, I mean, they, they much, they got twice the odds, two and a half times the odds, but they feel like Houston to me. Like, yeah, numbers are good. They might win right. their conference. They're not going to win the title. How are they winning the title? No, they're probably not. But should you bet on it? Probably because put, of the value. Put your I mean, title hopes in the hands of Brad Davison. <laughs> Yay! It's Arkansas has won thirteen of its last fourteen games. Man, so they are a three. They're a three seed. Sorry, I was just trying to find. I was looking where Arkansas was in the Ken Palm twenty twenty. It seemed like um, Ty Ty Washington might not have been a hundred percent in that game that lost. 
you think the same? Yeah, he was. I mean, he's been banged up recently. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. So Arkansas is only 59th in the uh, offensive efficiency. They are a top 20 defense. What's Wisconsin like? They are. Tw- they are 38th in offense, 36th in defense. They're kind of hovering, right? They're not that far away, but it's like yeah. they're even on both. They're not. It's uh, when you look at the the rankings, like uh, there's some teams that are way, way shaded to one side. Have you looked at Syracuse's numbers, by the way, Paul? Uh, not really. Other than the fact that I definitely played Duke the other day. 17th in offensive efficiency. They are 221st in defense. Hmm. Terrible. And, I mean, like, I, I saw all this stuff over the weekend, like, oh, this is, like, Syracuse's worst defensive team in Jim Beheim's era. The first time I think they've lost by 20 when it's been Coach K and, you know, Jim Beheim. It's like, right. yeah, because he's playing his kids and he's let the program go to hell for that yeah. reason. <laughs> it is embarrassing the way this it's is ending. It's so bad. It's so yeah. bad. Like, it is everything that's wrong with sports. It's everything that's wrong with sports at every level. Like, the coach playing his kids at the expense of the of the team, and it's, it's just gross. It's so gross. Yeah, especially at this level. I mean, you expect that in, like, little league-type right. situations, but not. Come on. This is an elite program. You can't And I haven't that. seen anyone call him out for it. Like, the Seth Davises of the world and all that. No one is calling him out for it. It'd be one thing if they were winning, right? If they were winning, like, sure, leave it alone. But they're 15 and 14, and they're one of the worst defensive teams in college basketball. Terrible. It is, you know, if, if, if you told me it ended like this, like, 10 years ago, like, he's still there in 2022, and you painted the picture, I'd say, oh, yeah, that makes sense. If it's he's still there, it. yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. he's still going to be there. Yeah, totally, 100%. Because he had, he had the successor in waiting the whole time. Right. I can't remember who, but it seems like he gets props for it. Like, good for him. He's got two kids on the team. Like, no. Yeah. It's a, it's <laughs> They're, They're not there superstars. Yeah. Quickly, while, while we're talking through futures here, what, what do we think about Duke? Duke was one of the, few, the I guess, the highest-ranked team to win this weekend. They won their game at Syracuse. I've kind of all year just not taken them seriously as a true title contender because the ACC stinks. They're 12-1 to 1 right now. And, you know, last week we went over Ken Pomp 2020 – top 20 offensive defense efficiency. They're pretty close now to, to putting themselves in that mix. They're sixth in adjusted offense. They're 22nd in adjusted defense. They might be there by the time we get to March. I think I've yeah. underrated them. They're better than I they're better so than too, I'm giving because credit of for. A weak, a weak ACC that you don't think about how good they really are. Um, there really isn't much competition for them in their conference, but yeah, I think, looking at Duke as a legit team is a good idea. I just don't want to cheer for Duke. But, that's it. But that's like, I don't want to see this story happen. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be nauseating as we go through the tournament. Yeah. And like, They're there's already a two, two seed, right? Yeah. There's already like a campaign for a Duke one seed because oh, of the season. Come on. Please. Like, look, if the top teams lose again, you know, as we get into the conference tournament, yeah, I mean, certainly there's a chance they could, they could end up there, but no, I mean, like that would just be, that'd be ridiculous. He's, it's just, they're not that kind of team, but they're, they look like it too. And they, they looked good on Saturday against Syracuse. All right, we'll keep the college talk on, but spin it towards the NFL. The combine starts this week, which is interesting because it's our first glimpse at some of these prospects. Those are the ones that did not go to the senior bowl. 
I'm sure guys will fly up and down the board and move around and we'll have different odds on the NFL draft in about three days from now. So we're going to bring on Michael Felder coming up our next segment in the bleachers. We haven't, we haven't caught up with Michael in a while. I'm sure he has some new recipes for us and some thoughts on these college football players as we move towards the NFL draft. Michael Felder in the bleachers. He's going to join us next. Joe O, not with us today. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.